You're listening to the Beyond Conception podcast with your host, Shalmika and Hattie's daddy, a.k.a. Desmond Sweet. Infertility goes beyond the conception of a child. It's not only hard to conceive a baby, but how do couples handle this inconceivable situation? This podcast explores our journey of infertility as we provide you and your spouse with your dose of faith, hope, love, and laughter in everything that is beyond your conception. So, oh, I got lost in the <laughs> No problem. I'm sorry. It's all family listening. I know. I was looking at my notes and got distracted. But I want to thank everyone for listening today. <laughs> Don't forget to rate and subscribe. Feel free to share this podcast with other couples or even individuals. But please share. You can also follow us on IG at BE Conception. And if you have couples questions related to your infertility journey and how to navigate through it, feel free to email us at beconception, and that's C-O-N-C-E-P-T-I-O-N 14 at gmail.com. And you might hear your question answered here on this very podcast. I promise I'm going to make a website. Well, I have it, but we just haven't developed it. We have a domain name. Yeah. We is don't that what it have is? a website. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's not done. <laughs> a lot of people think it's the same thing. These are things that you, I, you learn when you work. You for work in this website field. industry. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I'm yeah. very novice. We, we don't have, know. We have a domain name. Oh, okay. See. Yes. Capiche. Got it. I'm going to, in the work mode. So before we get started today, I just okay because I said infertility journey and it was someone I saw on their IG was like, I hate the term journey related to infertility. This isn't no walk in the park and I'm just choosing to go down this pathway. Okay. Um, they ain't never been hiking. Well, they <laughs> refer to it as a trek and yes, it is a trek, but they're um, all journeys. Like, yeah, I kind of thought that too. Yeah. So cause that time we had to journey up that mountain we talked about. It's definitely untrodden territory. In this journey, as you all know all too well. Um, But yeah, I just had to point that out because I was like, is that the right term? Terminology, journey or whatever. But I felt that it was a journey, in my Uh, opinion. What do y'all think? I don't know. I mean, the CSA sung about this old tedious Tedious journey. journey. Right. Uh, That doesn't sound like a walk in the park. I know. Anyway, but just anyway, on a positive note, uh, 2020 Spotify wrap up yeah they did that and it was a shock to me i got the email and i was like what is this and i clicked on it and it had some of our stats there now as y'all know we are a new podcast we just started may of this year and according to spotify we have of course over 18 episodes that you are aware of we are heard in four countries around the world well duh Four countries, obviously. You be looking at, I mean. No, I was just thinking. I really didn't latch on to that. I was just thinking. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking like, that yeah. those are Spotify stats too. So yeah, they're only gonna record who listens to the podcast via Spotify. Exactly, and this is their stuff. But I'm, uh, you know, proud of that. I was shocked by it. Over 781 minutes of content and counting, and um, as and I you know. Felt all 781 <laughs> minutes of that. I know. And actually. It times when, that by two for us starting over and. 
Yeah, if we could release the behind the scenes, getting the episode started and stuff like that, it that would probably be some funny footage. Yeah, people don't know either that you work on this on Saturdays for about four to six hours just before we even grab a microphone. And I appreciate that. Well, thank you. I appreciate you um, noticing that because, yeah. And today I am tired. You know, I was grading earlier it's and entire season. I'm exhausted. So. Last week I was exhausted. I have more energy this week than I did last week. Yeah, last week you were exhausted. Yeah. And before we got into that episode, it was an interesting conversation associated with yeah, that. Yeah, I was I was I was exhausted. I I felt like some of you feel when you're leaving that doctor's office. <laughs> Just spent. It's, it's like, why in heaven's me? <laughs> yeah. I followed your commandments, Lord. <laughs> why in why in heaven's name? Okay, let's redirect here. Okay. <laughs> but I got it. No, but that's how I'm feeling today. So we kind of like, we talked about that in the up and down episode. Last week I was up. Last yeah, week you were I down. Thought, I actually thought about that today. I was like, I think I'm in an up day today. Yeah, and I'm in a down day. I'm I very. I think you're all the way down. Well, though. I'm just tired. And you know, when you're lethargic, you can hardly think. Yeah. And, you know, just your behavior is off. Like, you're not yourself when you're sleepy. And yeah. I'm tired. Yeah. So with that said, we have after today, um, we have one more episode of season two. Right. So and I'm energized by the ending. <laughs> yeah, but I we definitely enjoy doing this. But that's just an honest feeling. We're tired. But with that said, we are committed to this podcast. And, and to, to you. Yeah, and you're the listener. listener. So we're just sharing this Spotify rap information because... It's because of you and you listening. And I know there's some other podcasts out there. I was looking at other podcast raps for the year. And I was like, wow, it was very inspiring. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, some people have been doing it longer than us. They may have better content than us, whatever sure. the case may be. But I'm comfortable in my lane and improving where I need to improve. Yeah. But again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and you're listening. And we're going to get to a point where we delete season one and season two. Like what? we're going to have, we're yeah. going to have so much good content out there and our audio and our, our technical stuff is going to be so on point. It's like, you know, if you ever do something the first time and mm-hmm. then like you grow and you learn and you develop and you're like, Ooh, well, that's that growth. It's like mindset. looking back at your prom picture. You like go hide. that. Okay. Like there was a time when I was cutting this up and passing it out. <laughs> now it's like, I I hear you on that. However, um, that's a growth mindset. And you learn by making mistakes. You learn as you have the uh, wherewithal within yourself to say, what did I learn from this? And what haven't I learned yet? And how can I move forward in a way just to help me to reach my fullest potential? So having a growth mindset can take you a long way. And even along our infertility journey, you definitely have to have a growth mindset versus that fixed mindset and looking at, oh, I tried that already. This is not going to work. You know, it's just not my lot or whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. So I think everything that you're saying is definitely relevant to the content that we have here on the podcast, but then just the life skills saying, I haven't learned it yet. I don't know it yet. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. And hopefully it will come. Absolutely. So, um, and starting out. Speaking of a growth mindset. Okay, go ahead. What are we going to talk about tonight? We said we're going to talk about the journey. We're going to talk yeah. about some of the things that people go through. And we're going to talk about the uplifting piece of, of believing where we're headed, what things are going to be in our future. And being committed to it 
Yeah. And that is definitely important because we have a lot of, you know, things in our life that simply can go wrong. Right. Obviously with um, infertility, this is like the worst thing that could ever, one of the worst things that could ever happen in your life, you know, and it depends on how you scale it. Cause some people may seem, Oh, this is bad, but I lost my mom and that's worse than what I'm going through right now with this infertility. Right. And even with that and looking at a growth mindset and thinking of a positive vein, a lot of times we can get stuck in just the negativity of it all, the bad news of it all, the emotional roller coaster at all. But the reality is good things can happen and does happen along the way. Absolutely. And so as we're looking at, as we're wrapping up a, year and on the dawn of a new year as we're wrapping up one of the most critical years that we've Uh experienced as humanity is concerned Uh um we look back over the things that potentially went right like even before even even before we go where where you're headed okay. i know where you're going okay like l- let's look back on 2020 if 2020 would not have happened do you think we would have even started this podcast <sighs> well it's been a desire nope, of mine. let me stop you there <laughs> exactly how long have you been talking about it Oh, for a good six, seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For a good six, seven years. And every year, one of my resolutions is I'm going to start the podcast. I'm going to start the podcast. And we started and it. We started this year. And that was definitely something good. But that's part of sharing as we're looking at today and talking about sharing the good news. Yeah. The good yeah. things that are happening in your life. Absolutely. Um, because it, it, I even had one... Um, friend who knew what I was going through at one time I was like dang you're a Debbie Downer like going through the infertility stuff and I was like huh what girl what you talking Say about you were a Debbie Downer yeah because Whoa. seemingly like I was always sharing with her the things that weren't going as I anticipated for and they were true and they were true like, they were you, valid. You, you weren't digging this stuff up I wasn't making it up nor was I you know just excited to talk about it but I had got so consumed in what was not happening and mm-hmm. what looked dark and bleak that I forgot that some dope stuff was happening in my life that mm. I wasn't conveying to the people around me mm. instead of just always sharing my struggle was sharing this is happening for me and this is happening for me or I got this good report or, you know, whatever the case may be. So we have to be mindful of sharing the goodness that is happening also in our lives. Yeah. Because I remember when speaking of that male factor, when I had, you know, my soldiers were, were walking around with magnifying glasses and bumping into one another. Um, One of the fixes for uh, sperm morphology is to increase the number of sperm that were happening. So mm-hmm. this is like if we create more of them, maybe we will have yeah. a few more mm-hmm. that has better vision. Okay. So, <laughs> so okay. one great thing was is that like once I started going through the process, even before we conceived, mm-hmm. we had another test and it was like, yes, your count has went way up, which means that yeah. we are now in a space to where the potential of you having enough healthy sperm mm-hmm. will put you in a place to be able to possibly conceive. So yeah. that was a win that came before the quote unquote baby bump. So right, it, I think that it's little things like that, that we have to embrace along the way mm-hmm. to stop us from giving up 
Mm-hmm. You know, when I used to work um, in in uh, in an arena where I worked with a lot of at risk youth, mm-hmm. one of the main things that we focused on was incremental successes. Right. Mm-hmm. So you're dealing with a whole bunch of young folks that have just an extreme type of story and extreme yeah. past, a hard hard life and very trauma yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and trying to get them to really shift their focus Mm -hmm. and to start on a different path like we have a vision of what we would hope this young person to turn out to be but where they are now in comparison to where we're hoping them to get to it seemed like we would have to walk over a mountain to make that happen and for them it seemed like 10 mountains Mm -hmm. so what we had to first do is celebrate the hill that they accomplished or celebrate a rock that was moved out of the way so for me as far as the infertility journey was concerned that was a win and that was something positive I wasn't like talking about it, but yeah. it was something that you and I shared in confidence mm-hmm. as a plus and as a success that we were headed in the right direction. Yeah. And that is something definitely to celebrate. And I even, and just kind of um, going back a little bit, I remember I said in a few episodes ago that I should have considered that as a win, but I was kind of like low key, like, man, now it's all on me, back on the me. eyes on me. But you know, that was a win for you, even for me um, and sharing and well, in not only for you, but for us in our journey together. But all the wins, you know, that I had in sharing those good news of even just going to the doctor and having lab work, you know, in my case, uh, yeah. lower insulin levels yeah. for being insulin resistant. Yeah, I remember um, that. Yeah, losing the weight because for PCOS and PCOS looks different for everybody. And side note, um, Kiki Palmer just shared her PCOS journey. I and saw that. I was shocked because you never know what someone is going through. Yeah, why? Because we feel like she has money. She no, has fame. No, not she, that. She has the right size. No, no. Why, why? I was shocked because of my stereotypical views of a woman with PCOS. And I felt that I was like the classic definition of PCOS, gaining weight, you right. know, acne. Right hair growth in places that I'm like, Oh no. Um, skin discoloration, all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, moody, um, anxiety, Mm -hmm. all just all those things. And she has shared in the past of her dealing with some, um, behavioral health or mental health stuff. I don't know if it's related to PCOS, but I was just looking at her and stereotyping her as being fit and seeming like she had good skin and stuff and not associating it with PCOS. That's what I was saying. But it's not, but that has nothing to do with money. I hadn't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. Well, I was just, just cutting that off. I was, it has nothing to do with her fame. It had everything to do with associating with, but with that being said, and going back to sharing my good news was, um, I, didn't always share and how my friend brought to my attention that these things were happening and I was making progress. And I even yeah. posted on our IG that um, small progress is still progress. Yeah. It's those incremental steps. You know, if you keep dropping water on a rock for so long, yeah. you're going to crack it. Yeah. You know, you're, you're go- it's going to break. Right. And right. I, I'm not a fan of waterboarding, but you know, they use it because that water after a while get to you. Water is a powerful tool. It's a powerful tool. And so going back to sharing good news is that everything that you do and for you, it could be huge. And somebody else may look at it and be like, what? You excited about that? Yes. yes. I am excited about that. Yes, I am. No, I haven't probably seen the two positive lines on the stick where it reading digitally that I'm 
pregnant, but you don't understand for me to just even get there. And this is why we talk about everything that is beyond the physical conception. It's really everything that you're going through that are these quote unquote baby steps that are these small um, moments of progress that leads to the bigger picture. And even if say you get to that point of you are understanding that maybe you physically within your body cannot carry a child to term and you say you found a surrogate or you're going to adopt or you have come to the resolve of saying that I'm going to, my husband and I, we're going to be childless. That all takes steps and it's a process to get there. So you have to celebrate where you are before we think the celebration comes with, yes, just the pregnancy. And that is something to celebrate or however you're building your family but those incremental steps just to get there. And so me losing 50 pounds, Mm -hmm. me managing my insulin levels, um, having cycles every, you know, month instead of going six months or three months or two months without having a period. The doctor telling me, Oh, Mrs. Sweet, I guess you did ovulate. Wow. (laughs) That is huge. You know, them going in and they're able to fix that septate that I had. Or I don't need to take this medication anymore. And there was a point where I had came off of all of my prescribed medications by my MD because I was doing so well and managing my health and wellness with, for me, you know, and I don't know about you, but I'm just talking about for me with diet and exercise to a point to where they were like, wow, you're not on anything, no metformin, no this and that. And I'm like, no, I'm governing what it is that I need to do. And that was something to celebrate. And so when she said that, I started to share the good news Mm. because I realized, Mm. wow, she kind of checked me, but that's what friends do. Right. Um, But at the same time, it made me really look from within to say, I have all of this in spite of all of this negativity that is happening to me through Mm -hmm. the form of infertility. Mm -hmm. And it's happening to Desi and I. Yeah. You know, the fact that, Hey, we're still together and we are still loving on each other because that's why we talk about in this podcast um, of dealing with a couple's issue is that it really wears and tears on your relationship. And so that was something to celebrate to just even have a night where we're not talking about trying to conceive and we're focusing on us absolutely, and we're doing things that make us happy, you know, sharing those good news of, you know, whether it be to each other and noticing in each other of what we're doing well, but then sharing that with family and friends too, because sometimes in our disclosures, they can be so doom and gloom and they're legitimate and there are true feelings. And of course, infertility sucks, right? but what what is the positive what do you see that is happening for you in a way that's helping you to get to that end goal right and i think one thing that may be powerful is if you take a moment and begin to list off everything that the doctor may say it's going to take in order for you to get there Mm -hmm. so for us it was getting my sperm in order it Mm -hmm. was dealing with the septate it was losing the weight it was getting the blood sugar under control like all of these things And I think it would have been so powerful Mm -hmm. if we would have had that stuff written down and been able to draw a line through it as we moved closer to this place called Mm -hmm. fertility. Mm -hmm. Um, Another thing that I thought about, too, is when you said uh, that you uh, have a resolve in what your situation will become or what your 
fertility or family mm-hmm. uh, success path would look like mm-hmm. that starts with the mind, right? Yeah. It's going to be a mental thing way before it's a physical thing. Oh, yeah. And so when we're talking about the mind and the things that are beyond our conception, um, I say start there. Yeah. If you've made any type of progress in your mental perspective of what it's going through. Yeah. Even if that's being able to bring yourself to listen to us every week, that is a part of the journey that should be a success. Um, Then you can move on to the relationship. Like if you have grown closer in any way, if you have opened up your lines of communication in any way, that should be something that is a success. Yeah. Um, another thing for us, before we conceived Hattie, we were able to purchase our house. Yeah. And that was something that was kind of beyond our conception. Yeah. And it was a real moment that we took a break to truly celebrate that happening in our life. Right. And so I think that we need to be careful not to, and we, and we could have done a better job of this, not to let the years go by mm-hmm. and them all just be blanketed or tied up in the bow of infertility. Right. But taking a moment to go day by day and celebrate what things were going right. Mm-hmm. And you remember that I, I talked to you about um, when um, my uncle prayed for me. Okay. Uh, when Uncle Jack prayed for me, when he prayed for me, that was mm-hmm. one of the things that uh, he spoke into me. He mm-hmm. said to stop focusing on what is going wrong uh, and celebrate what is going right. That's powerful. And I have remembered those words yeah, for you have. ever. <laughs> yeah, that had to be 10 years ago. Yeah. Had to be maybe even 12 or 13 years I'm gonna ago. Because I'm going to even say, even with the purchase of our home, part of my hesitation for buying a home was that. I was like, who, how are we going to fill it up with babies? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just us. We yeah. can stay in an apartment and just kind of be you and I. And that's part of my faith struggle and really trying to come to that resolve of our end. Cause I was really warring yeah. um, between myself as the word says, between my members <laughs> of <laughs> what, what we, what was going to be our it just sounds end. Like, you remember how, like when you playing with a, a friend or, or your father and mm-hmm. you know, they're making you punch yourself and stuff like that. Like yeah. stop punching yourself, stop punching yourself. <laughs> when like, you like, say I'm warring between my members. I was <laughs> warring between my members because I really was like a house is supposed to be full of family and not really yeah. understanding that you and I were family. Right. Right. And, just feeling that I had to fill it up with children. And if I was going to get a house, I didn't want to get no big old house. I wanted to get something that was, you know, compact because it reminded me of what I truly wanted. And I couldn't see myself producing that. And something that I always tell my students is that you, we often say we are what we eat, Mm -hmm. but we really are what we think. Yeah. And that was even me going through changing my perspective because it really is with the mind because our mind starts with, our thoughts yep. that lead into an emotion that That's fuel right. a belief that That's goes right. into in a behavior and that cycle repeats. That's right. So I was in that negative thought process. Mm. If you think you won't do it, your emotions will tell you you can't do it. Your belief will reinforce that. And I mean, you, your behaviors and then it'll lead into that belief. Let me repeat yeah. that because I got it backward. So it's really our thoughts, hey, this is not our emotions. This is not a quiz. Listen, our thoughts, our emotions the behavior that reinforces that belief mm-hmm. on that. So and with that being, Oh, go ahead. 
and then what we believe we speak, right? Mm-hmm. And so once we begin to believe it, then that is what begins to come out of our mouth. Mm-hmm. One powerful thing that I heard from uh, Dr. Maya Angelou, this mm-hmm. week I was listening to a podcast that she was on, and she said that if words are things, mm-hmm. then we have to honor them just like we honor furniture. Okay. And if you're going to sit a piece of furniture in the middle of the room, after you put it there, there's no way you can ignore it. Yeah. So if a word is a thing, mm-hmm. when you speak it, it then begins to manifest space. Yeah. And so she said negative words. Mm-hmm. She says it can get into your furniture. Mm-hmm. It can get into your couch. It can get yeah. into the rugs. Wow. And she said once you begin to spew this stuff in your house, it will stick to the walls. So you have to be careful what you speak. Yes. And so I agree Mm-hmm. That we have to be very careful to make sure that we are celebrating the moments that go well, because if they're going to be things as well, right. then this is the type of stuff that we want to mm-hmm. uh, adorn our house with or our property mm-hmm. with. Now, according to Skip Downing, he's an author that I use in one of my courses, and it's for my course for college success. And his book entitled College Success, he has a definition of what success is. And by the way, I just love what you just said about Maya Angelou. It got me really thinking. Um, and I'm going to get back to Skip, but just sidebar because I have to talk about it while I'm thinking about it. Is that that is so true. Um, even the word tells us how to speak over our life, make confessions and professions, you know, over ourselves. Mm-hmm. And even how the word says that kind words can calm anxiety, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. harsh words can stir wrath. Right. So right. our words are very powerful. And the Bible tells us life and death is in the power of the tongue. Yeah. And sometimes we forget that and we just speak so loosely. I remember growing up, my grandmother used to be like, Mika, <laughs> ooh, your mouth is so loose. Stop. You can't say everything that come to your head. Yeah. But she was really understanding the power of words. Right. And looking back and as a kid, I'm like, oh, grandma, you just, you know, no. She's like, no, girl, no child. You can't say that. Mm-hmm. So I have come to learn that, you know, as I've gotten older and wiser, because the younger Mika was very <laughs> just out there and just saying stuff, but really understanding that my words have power. And that's something that we teach Hattie. You ask her today, if I say my words have, and she'll end it power. Yes, your words have power. So with that said, so going back to Skip Downing, um, he has this book for strategies for college success. And if we ask someone what success is, everybody will have their various definitions. And a lot of times it's associated with monetary gains and Mm -hmm. living the Instagram fabulous, um, my um, pimp, my ride slash cribs. I don't know. I'm dating myself. (laughs) MTV cribs and all kinds of, you know, jet shutting. Huh? You remember exhibit? Yes. What happened to him? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Pimp my ride. Oh, my God. And they used to do a horrible job on them cars. But that's besides the point. Pull that plasma right out the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we want to be jet setting and just living living it up. Yeah. And that's what we, a lot, if you're really materialistic. But it has something to do with monetary gains. Sure. However. We're a capitalist country, yeah. especially. Absolutely. We're a capitalist country. And, we, you know, some people do value that. However, and there's nothing wrong with it. Don't get it wrong. Right. It has a space and place. And hey, but there's nothing wrong with that. It's what we have watered. And yeah. when we water something, that's what grows. Yeah. So with that said, he has a fundamental definition for success to kind of give everybody an opportunity to fill in their blank. 
mm-hmm. for success. So his um, definition of success, according to Skip Downing, is staying on course until you reach your desired outcome mm. and experience. Mm. And again, that is staying on course until you reach your desired outcome and mm. experience. And so we know the outcome, the course and maybe that's a better word instead of journey, infertility journey, but infertility course, right? <laughs> I don't know. It's the same but, thing. I know. But staying on this journey, whatever that journey looks like to yeah. you, yeah. until you reach your desired outcome. And of course, the desired outcome would be pregnancy. Right. And, um, you know, until you reach your Stay on course to reach your desired outcome and the experience. So what is the experience associated with? And experiences happen to you. Mm-hmm. And experiences can also be something that you want to happen. Okay. So say like if we're going to experience going to Italy, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to go want to see maybe the Leaning Tower of Pisa or eat right. a pizza from Sicily right. or I want certain experiences. So yeah, sometimes yeah. on your way to success, there are certain things that you want to experience. I really want to make my own olive oil. Oh, that, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah. And so anyway, but you know, mm-hmm. sometimes things happen to us on our journey. Mm-hmm. That is an experience that we didn't sign up for. Yeah. yeah absolutely. And so when we get married, absolutely. right, because we're talking about infertility, even, um, damaging or having you know those side effects on your relationship yeah when you sign up to get married you're on a journey together right and you have to stay the course together to be successful right and to get that outcome and that outcome could be that pregnancy and we pray and hope that that would be but we know that sometimes for whatever reasons um, people aren't able to conceive and care or and or carry a child's term and so that outcome can be adoption. That outcome could be a surrogate. That outcome could be, you know, childlessness or whatever, how you build your family to get right. that happen. Yeah. But then looking at those experiences, what has happened? And that's the goal of looking and shifting that mindset. Cause then it's looking at, okay, well, what, I don't know that if you can say, or you answer this for me, what you want to experience through infertility, but what has happened to you as an experience what has been the positive yeah. in that or something that is of good news that you can share. And that helps to build to your success. That builds those, what we call believable moments yeah. that, wow, these things are happening that is showing me, giving me some hope, some light yeah. that maybe this is possible. And I can just use this little bit to get me to the next step yeah. and that next mountain and that next valley and go through what it is I need to go through to be successful. So we have to, in knowing with infertility, it's so vast. There's so many, oh my gosh, there's so many just differences and nuances that is infertility that there is no cookie cutter. There's no right or wrong way necessarily to have to go through it. You kind of are figuring it out as you're in it. But in the figurings of it out, don't get lost in the sauce that there is something that could be of good report that maybe you and your spouse just didn't argue after a doctor's appointment. And then y'all sitting in the living room like, you know what? We didn't argue after that doctor's appointment um, because that is something that has just happened, you know, that was an experience that typically our normal experience would be. um, We kind of get heated after the doctor's appointment. You know, that's an example of that. Yeah. One thing that I thought about as you were talking is your destination will be there when you get there. Mm. 
and I thought about how we took that road trip to Tucson, right, to okay. see the doctor. Yeah. And we were pulled over by the police. Yeah. We never entertained the hundred and whatever miles that we drove problem free. Yeah. And even after we were pulled over by the police, Mm -hmm. we never, when we saw the lights come on and we pulled over to the side, we never said, you know what? We're not going to make it to the doctor's office. Okay. We simply looked at it like the inconvenience that it was. Right. Because we knew that our destination was still going to be there and we still had what it took even with the inconvenience of being pulled over to get there. Right. And so I want to tell someone who is who is listening and hearing this that whatever your destination is, uh-huh. it's going to be there. And yeah. so whatever inconvenient uh, mishap, slow down, speed bump that may occur on that road to mm-hmm. your destination continue to look at it for what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't allow for it to be such a big thing that it causes you to turn around and go back or choose an entirely different route. You may have to choose a different route, but don't make that decision without your route demanding it. Because there are some times where the road is closed yeah, and you just can't ignore that, right? Then you Mm -hmm. have to take a different route. But sometimes we come up with these huge, broad and sweeping determinations where we're not even there yet yeah and like you just said that was only five miles even maybe five minutes of an almost two hour journey that's right, that's right. and over 100 miles and, and we the, didn't talk about the other hour and 55 minutes yeah and those were enjoyable we were listening to music we yeah. were talking and yeah. just having a good time we were and laughing just, at who we thought wasn't a cop <laughs> right who wasn't a cop. but no that's a good point you know because those are things to share yeah. Um, with each other to family and friends who may be aware of your journey and, you know, letting them know, hey, this is happening for me. I keep hearing within myself, you know, Kira Sheard's new song. It, it keeps happening for me. Yeah. Or it's happening for me. Google it. It's a phenomenal song. But, you know, and sometimes even if you don't feel it and we're talking about professions or not professions and what, what you do, but confessions or you're proclaiming things over your life. Uh-huh. Um, sometimes you have to speak it. Yeah. If you don't yeah. feel it you know, declare and decree it. And as people of belief, believers, you know, we have to sometimes call those things that are not as though they were. Yeah. And we have to put that in the atmosphere. So it's not in our uh, couch and sink and walls and that just energy around because, you know, words do have effect. They are powerful. And it's really sharing the good news of what is happening for you to help you to get through that. Go ahead. I'm getting getting ready to sound super churchy on this. Okay. But when we were on the road and we saw that we were running late, right? Mm -hmm. You picked up the phone, you called the office and you said, we're on our way. Right. And I want to encourage somebody today to talk to your future Mm. and tell your future you're on the way. Like, don't give up. Mm -hmm. You are headed in the right direction and you really need to put that hope into the atmosphere that we are on the way. We're going to celebrate the things that are going right. We're going to talk about the things that are going right. We're going to give them the proper respect 
that they are due Mm -hmm. and we are going to let our future goals and our destinations know we're headed towards you. Like Mm -hmm. we're checking things off of this list. Mm -hmm. It used to seem so daunting. Everything that maybe is quote unquote wrong with us. Mm -hmm. But step by step as we go through the journey. Right. We're on the way. All right. We're on the way. We're on the way. So share the good news, you know, as we are coming to the end of 2020. Um, there's so much has happened. I always say that. I say that along our marital journey. You yeah. ask me something. I'm like, what? Ugh, babe, so much has happened. Be yeah. more specific with me. Help give me some context clues here. I need some help. But really consider, you know, what are those glimmers of hope? Yeah. What are those believable moments for you in this inconceivable situation? And to share what is happening for you. And if you can't feel that something is happening for you and you just don't see it, start to confess that and declare it and decree it over your life and the life of your spouse and in your home and know that your words have power and what you do share can definitely be those hopes to know that it's on the way. Yeah. And if you don't see the positive things that are happening, I would admonish you to ask your spouse if they see something positive. Oh, that's a good one. Because between the both of you, someone ought to see something positive and it may be a down day for you and an Mm -hmm. up day for them. Mm -hmm. And if it's an up day for them, they are going to see something positive. And if both of you can't figure out anything that positive that's going on, you are still living and breathing in 2020. And that is a positive thing. Hey, you made it. And as long as you are still living and breathing, there is hope that that family that you desire is going to be created the way that God wants it to happen. So have hope. Keep believing. Celebrate those positive things that are happening and know that you're moving forward. Yeah. So as always, love on each other, pray for each other. And believe God for everything that is beyond your conception. Until next week, take care. Take care.